Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Today, we're going to talk about overcoming the overwhelm. Um, And I think this is an understatement for many of us in the last year is is that feeling of overwhelm, whether it's personally, professionally, societally, um, we're just dealing with a lot. There's a lot coming at us, a lot of things we've never had to deal with before. And, you know, the best word to describe it right now is overwhelm. And so Chelsea Paulson, uh, one of my teammates and I wanted to have this conversation primarily because we feel it and a lot of leaders that work, I would say almost all leaders that we work with, whether we're coaching or helping teams through strategy, are dealing with this. And and they're sitting in this space of like, not knowing how to move forward, but wanting to move forward, right? Because we can't go back, we can't stay in this space. Um, and so Chelsea, maybe just start with talking about how, you're, how you've felt this or how you've talked to others, right? And what you're seeing in the leadership community around this overwhelm con- concept. Yeah, and uh, it's everyone. It's every leader. It's every level of leader. It's every employee. It's every stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad. I mean, this is affecting everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think it always has, you know, this feeling of overwhelm, and I don't know how to move forward. I have too many things going on. How do I just attack what's on my plate right now? And just that feeling of overwhelm. And the the immediate thing that I go back to, and I, I know everyone can resonate with this, is thinking back to when COVID first happened. And it's kind of like people ask you, you know, everyone remembers where you were on 9-11. Yeah. It's kind of that thing, like, how did you feel when COVID first happened? And for me, that was the most overwhelmed I've ever felt in my entire life. I was in HR at that point still, mm-hmm. and it was just trying to figure out how to put one foot in front of the other every single day. Without knowing the answers. Without having any direction. Right. You were in this world of fog. and We were in Minnesota, right? right? There's a big snowstorm. You could not see a foot in front of you, and you had no idea which direction you were heading. And you were hoping you were taking the right steps. Right. Right? And you were learning as you were going. Which is really fascinating because in our leadership coaching, right, and what we talk about in our leadership training, we talk about like the beginner's mindset yes. and going back to that place where you're like, I'd almost not fearful of failing because nobody knows what we're supposed to do. Yes. So there was a little bit of vacillating between like, holy crap, and no one else knows either. So right. I'll try something. Right. And so there had to have been some leadership things that we learned during that time too mm-hmm. on extraordinary things that we could do that our teams were able to do that our communities were able to do and so how do we tap into that yeah. I guess for the overwhelm too and that's in we've said this in so many different platforms but leaders were made during this last year right they were because you you just kind of had to have all hands on deck mentality and I think that's one big takeaway that I hope people come out of this with is utilize the people and the resources around you ask for help don't feel like you have to have all the answers utilize the brains and the power that's surrounding you you know you surround yourself with good people and then you're going to surround yourself with good results and so i think that's what i took out of that was i didn't have the answers no one had the answers but the more i connected with other hr leaders the more i connected with my team the more connected with our employees um, it really just helped to guide our decisions and we were very transparent of this could change right tomorrow next week next month certainly it'll change so it's just that transparency and just asking for support 
which for me personally is something that's very difficult to do. And so for me to be in that situation where I was constantly asking others, how are you approaching it's this? It's a vulnerable It's place. very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing to think, again, the silver lining to all of this is hopefully we've learned that it was okay to be like that and yes. we can carry that forward. because it's better. Right. Because it's more collaborative, mm-hmm. right? We get different ideas, which broadens our own lens on yep. the solution we're bringing to, again, our families, our communities, our companies. Mm-hmm. And it also allows us to, I guess, give ourselves some grace that we do, as leaders, we do not always have to know the end result, the, the final answer, the perfect right. solution. We just need to know the next right answer. Yep. And when we see our teams in paralysis on something, it's our job to just say, what's the right next thing, not the Mm -hmm. end result. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big learning that I've had is we just, I mean, know and go. Yeah. Right. We tell, we joke about that's our team motto this Mm -hmm. year. It's just, you, you know, you're smart, make a decision and go. Yeah. Like if it's not the perfect decision, then we'll course correct along the way, but we just got to know and go. You got to take action. Yep, you do. And there's a lot of things that paralyze people from acting and making a decision when your brain gets clouded and you can you cannot think clearly and you cannot make good decisions. And so for me, it's like, okay, well, what was going to help me clear my brain and clear the fog? And so much of it has to do, I'm a huge Brene Brown fan, and so much of it, so much of it has to do with your emotions. And how are you feeling and how are you processing your emotions? And I know there's a lot of people out there saying, okay, here she goes, you know, we're gonna woo woo, let's talk about her feelings, but it's legit. Your emotions stop you from moving forward. So if you don't know how to process your emotions, someone had talked about the concept of emotions go through a tunnel or a tube. And if the emotions get stuck in the tube, Mm-hmm. Nothing else is going to be able to come through that tube. So how do you work your emotion all the way throughout, deal with it, think about, okay, I'm feeling frustrated, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling stressed out, you know, think through that, feel the feelings, and let them out the other side, right. and then you can move on with the right. next step. And I think it's important as humans right now to say what we're not saying is like, just move on. We're saying sit in it mm-hmm. for a brief period of time, feel the feelings, Yep. And then figure out how to move forward. So we yeah. don't want to, you don't want to ignore the feelings because that keeps them in the tube, right? right? But it's, you've got to acknowledge them and say, this really sucks right now. Yep. Here's how I'm feeling. What's one thing I can do? It might be call a, a colleague, Yep. right? Call somebody. It might be read an article. I just want to know more about what's going on in this and I'm going to go read something and maybe I feel a little bit better, but it's creating that, clearing that blockage, right? Yep. And creating that clarity again, because no good ideas are ever going to come. No. And it's also shifting your mindset that stress, feeling overwhelmed, uh, is not bad. It's good for your body to feel that because it helps you grow and helps you change and helps you develop as a person. And so just shifting your mindset that stress, too much stress, yes, is a bad thing. But some little level of stress, it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> it keeps mm-hmm. you kind of moving forward and thinking and reevaluating. And there's a piece of that that's, that's good. It right. needs to be managed, but there's a piece of it that is actually really beneficial. And it's a it's a it's a reaction. It's telling you something, mm-hmm. right? It's it's fo- forcing you to stop and pause and and figure out why am I feeling this way. Yep. What most of us don't do is stop and pause and figure out why we're feeling that way. Right. We j- myself keep included. We just keep pushing through it, 
until the stress builds to a point where it's a health issue, mm-hmm. it's a weight issue, it's a diet issue, and yep. now it's a sleep issue, right? It, it yep. just compounds because we didn't just stop and let it be and really examine it for what it was when it started. Mm-hmm. So for the leaders who are listening who are nodding their heads going, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I've <laughs> been with there. Yeah. What are you? What are some things you do? Like what are tips mm-hmm. you recommend to employees and to other leaders? Yeah. And the most simplistic thing you can do in this, and I say this all the time, what you tell your kids is what you should be telling yourself in things, is to stop and breathe. When you feel a temper tantrum coming up, <laughs> when you, whether it's right. a kid temper tantrum or an adult right. temper tantrum. I resemble that this yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We all can. It's, you know, this is good for in the moment. This isn't a long-term thing, but in the moment, you're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling very stressed. You feel like, you know, you're, that is bubbling up to the, to the surface. Um, just stopping and breathing. That's it. I mean, you can get complicated. You know, there's all kinds of different breathing methodologies. You can do the square breathing and the counting and all of these things, but literally just stop and listen to your breath, count your breaths. It centers you and it just brings you back to earth, right? Because when you start bubbling up, you start kind of feeling like you're detached from what's around you and breathing grounds you and brings you back to reality. Right. And that I'm just a human being in this human world and we can do hard things and it just it really centers you back to to who you are because no good decisions or reactions are going to happen at that bubbled up space right you're going to say something you're going to do something you're going to i mean we all experience that yep right screaming my head off at my kids and then afterwards i'm like god just take a breath like Mm -hmm. right like it didn't need to be that big of a deal yep yeah, I hope I'm not the only one. No, that does. I've Am I the been only there one that does that? this week. <laughs> been there this week. I forgot to breathe. <laughs> so, and then the other thing that I am a huge fan of, and this is not rocket science, right? But it's listing out and prioritizing. And it's amazing to me. And I'm a list person and I like to prioritize and I, and I do all that. But whenever I get into a feeling of overwhelm, I tell myself, where's your list? Where's your prioritizing? Or talk it through with someone. Right. And once you like really write out what you have to do or what's on your plate and think it through, automatically it just seems less stressful. Even if that list is a page long, you can see it in front of you, you know what's coming, rather than just being in your mind in that bubble up phase of just not having a clear picture of where you're at or where you're going. If you can just get it out, um, and prioritize it, those little tips really make a really big difference. Well, and so parlay this into all of the strategy work that we've been doing over the the last year, even amidst COVID, with leaders, because all of this stuff is swirling in their head. Yep. As a leadership team, it's the same approach. It's get it out of your heads onto a shade of paper and then react to it or on a whiteboard and say, I don't think that's a priority right now. But when it's swirling in your head, it creates a lack of clarity, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't really do anything well because right. all of these ideas are what are what's it gonna hold and what should we be doing is you gotta get it out. And every when it's swirling in your head, everything seems to hold the same level of importance. Right. You have these ten emails, quick emails that you need to respond to. You have this major project you're working on, you have this rock that you're working on that you promised the senior leadership team you're gonna get done. And so in your mind these all hold the same weight until you get them listed out on a piece of paper. 
And then you're like, okay, these 10 emails are literally going to take me 10 minutes. I'll do it at the end of the day when I don't need my brain as much. I'm going to start with my rocks, things that are really important that I have to get done. I'm going to start my week off with those. I'm going to start my day off with those. My brain is fresh. You're ready to go. Um, And when you have a plan, and this is what we tell leaders too, is that when you have your goals, you have your rocks that you're trying to accomplish, create a plan, create a project plan around that. Super simplistic. Task, due date. That's it. For yourself. For yourself. To hold yourself accountable. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about right now, you know, a lot of this we're talking about is work, and, and there's a lot of personal overwhelm happening too, and, and some disconnect and some grief, right? We've mm-hmm. lost some of the normal events and things yes. that we look forward to. What guidance would you give leaders on really for their whole person, right? The outside of the office, like what are you doing to kind of manage the overwhelm on that side? Yeah, and and what I always tell leaders is when we talk about conscious leadership and being a leader in your organization, in order for you to lead your people and take care of them, you need to first take care of yourself. Right. It is the put on your own air mask first mentality. If you don't feel like you have control of what's going on in your life, if you don't feel um, you know, if your emotions are getting stuck in that tunnel, if you're not having um, consciousness around your, your breathing and your actions and what you're doing, then how can you expect your team to do that? Um, so I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person who I, I do all of the things, right? I, I think that there's certain people value different things. And so you do what works for you. Um, for some people, that's, that's working out, you know, moving your body, getting up, just getting the blood flowing, whether that's a walk, a run, a bike. Uh, yoga you know, inside I mean, right now, but right. yoga, right. yeah, any sort of movement of your body that feels good for you and feels beneficial for you. Um, there's so much science behind the benefits that that gives you mm-hmm. within your brain and within your body and just your emotions and how you're feeling. Um, meditation is a huge one for me as well. And I've, I'm in a couple different leadership forum groups and we've been talking about meditation and I was shocked at how many people meditate. Right. I think the numbers are drastically increasing over the last year. Growing. And so it's, you know, look into that. It doesn't have to be complex. You know, there's lots of apps you can do. um, And it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It can be two minutes. You know, start small. Um, but again, just the, the, it goes back to the breathing and just like centering your, your body and grounding yourself with what's going on. It sh- and for me, what meditation has done has helped me shift my perspective in the moment and realizing being present in the moment, focusing on what's in front of me, not being, you know, when you get overwhelmed, you're thinking about the 25 things that are going on right. around you. It's helped me to let go of that while I'm right. in something else. And guess what? When you're in something real deep, you're going to be more productive, more efficient. Right. The outcome's going to be better. And so that focus has has just really greatly impacted me. Um, and then the last thing that I'm a huge proponent for, too, is that food matters. And it seems mm-hmm. maybe weird to be talking about food on a leadership mm-hmm. podcast, but it matters. And I have seen the power of of food and what eating the right foods can do for someone's body. Yes, of course. Like we all know that more of your mind shift. I have seen people that have gone through this process of, you know, just kind of eating clean food and seeing their whole outlook on life change going from negative to positive. Right. In weeks, in well, two weeks time. I mean, frame. there's science there. Processed yes. foods, chemicals, what yes. it does to your brain, what it does to your, I mean, to your yeah. organs and to, I mean, that definitely is. I yeah. feel like she's preaching to me. Right I, now. <laughs> I 
well, you always say you have these conversations because right. it's what you need to right. hear. So I shouldn't have had those Doritos last night. <laughs> yes, exactly. What you're okay. But I mean, this, so this is what we tell our leaders too <laughs> when they're coming in to these all-day strategy sessions. Legitimately, eat a good, healthy breakfast. It makes a difference. If you have a donut on your way out the door, right. guess what? That's not setting your mind up for a successful day. Right. So it, it really, really does matter. And it's not allowing you to deal with stress and overwhelm when right. it happens because then we turn to the food that the bad choices right. because we don't know how to nourish our bodies in the right way. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on that that I need to probably yeah. listen to. <laughs> um, so any resources, anything that you would recommend, um, right, for leaders that are listening, any mm-hmm. other podcasts or anything that could help them through this yeah there's so much so if you want to talk about you know the emotions and the vulnerability and the feelings um Brene Brown is you know like I said I'm a huge fan she has two podcasts a dare to lead podcast and unlocking us podcast tons of books I recommend all of her stuff um from from that front um from the meditation front there's a lot of really good books out there ranging in the spectrum of of super simplistic to very complex um, but the happiness project is one book 10 um, percent happier is another that are more on the kind of simplistic side um, emily fletcher has a book called stress less accomplish more where she talks about how she works specifically with really really high level ceos on meditation and professional athletes like she wow. is focused yeah. on the top-notch producers out there and they have to be on the top that have to be on top of their game every single day all day long and she introduces this methodology of meditation which is the one that I um kind of follow um those are all really really good and then you know meditation apps out there there's um there's headspace there's um gosh I mean if you just if you just search in your app store for free meditation apps there's there's a ton of them um calm is another one So I would just say just kind of dig into it a little bit and don't don't feel overwhelmed and try to do all of it at once. Pick one thing. I'm going right. to start eating healthier. I'm going to start, you know, there, you can research just clean eating, which is very simplistically not eating any processed foods, right? Like just do that. Like don't make it a diet. Even don't, for a couple weeks, just right. try it and see how and you feel. see how it makes you feel. Keep a journal. I'm a huge fan when you're doing something new like this, whether it's meditation or anything, keeping a journal each day of how you feel, what's going on. It doesn't have to be a lot, just a couple of sentences or notes on. I slept on, well, you yeah. know, had this. Had or, more yeah. energy. I didn't get, you know, super frustrated with my kids. I felt like I had more patience today. I, you know, whatever benefits you felt you might have had. Um, so start with one thing. Start small and then build on it. You don't start by doing all of these things, but go back to the prioritizing, go back to the breathing, go back through working through your emotions. Um, these are some little things that can make a really big impact. Yeah. And, you know, a big piece of this podcast and the approach is that I want to normalize this. Right. Right. I want no one listening to feel like they are the only one dealing with this emotional crap oh my right gosh. now. Yeah. Right. We all are. I don't care who's faking it and telling you they have it all together. They're <laughs> they full don't. of it, right? Nobody does all the time. And so it's just creating these resources, these things we can tap into when we need it. Because yeah. it doesn't mean we're broken. It just means we need to do something different to help us get through it. Yep. And and I want leaders to know that because it is very overwhelming right now. But yeah. it doesn't mean we can't do hard things. We've done hard things for a year. Mm-hmm. We'll figure this out. 
Yep. Right? We absolutely will. We always have as a society. We yep. have always figured it out. And it's the growth mindset mentality, which is right. we talk about that a lot, is we need always need to be continuously improving and growing and changing the way we do things. It's just kind of been put on high speed, you know, over the right. last year. Right. Right. So hopefully this has helped. Hopefully this resonates with you and just gives you some ideas on one thing you could do differently today. Right? Start simple. This doesn't have to be overcomplicated. And and it's the purpose of this community. It's the purpose of the podcast is to bring these small changes, these small um, improvements or ideas that are going to help you keep moving forward. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.